Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Dave Shirotsky, whose favorite things are food and booze, fitness, fun, friends, family, and Philly. Is there anyone else out there struggling with wanting to read more and then actually doing it? One of my goals in 2018 is to read more, and I mean read more books. I'm trying to find the time of day that works the best for me, and that has been kind of a struggle, but also I'm trying to find the type of book I like to read. Large books alone intimidate me a little bit, which is why when I wrote my book, I wanted to keep it a certain length so it was approachable. So I guess my reading journey continues, but anything that you guys can share with me about books that you like to read or types of books, reach out to me, shoot me an email, let me know what you like right now. Okay, so I've slowed my roll on my waffle consumption, and now I have decided to give away waffles instead of eating so many. I picked some up at my local Marshall store this past weekend and thought this would be a good upcoming brunch treat. If you have not had Dahlman's waffles, I promise you, you're missing out. It's like the perfect waffle cone with caramel in the middle, and they come in different flavors like chocolate and honey. You can also order them online at Stroopwaffles by Dahlman's, D-A-E-L-M-A-N-S dot com. All right, friends, I think I might have a slight crush on my guest today because you should see his food photos that he shares on Instagram, and then you should read the witty captions. I started following Dave through other dietitians on this social media platform and knew by his second post I would be a follower for life. Dave is creative in the kitchen and he's creative with his words, always has had a passion for cooking creatively since he was a kid, cooking with his dad and grandpa because the women of his family refused to cook on holidays and he actually auditioned and competed for spots on a couple popular cooking shows. He currently has found himself a pretty big fan base on Instagram, and I wanted to talk with him more about that. Please enjoy my very fun conversation with Dave. (laughs) (laughs) So you had a day at work. So what do you do for work, by the way? What is your profession? I'm in finance. I'm a financial advisor. Financial advisor. So... Yeah, I actually had a financial advisor on my podcast. I saw I couldn't bring myself to listen to him. Yeah, probably. You know, I understand that there's <laughs> your different philosophies. But uh, I think that's an important part of everybody's world that a lot of people neglect. And that's no, that's true. Bad. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's and you live in Philly, correct? Yes. 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 Is there a, is it a tough market to be a financial advisor in Philly? Um, yeah, Philly is actually really, I get, I, we're a big finance town for some reason, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of hubs that are located in Philly or right around over in Jersey. And then we have New York literally less than an hour away. So yeah, the whole area is just completely saturated. Has it always been your dream to be? No, nobody. No, 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 no. Nobody dreams. No, no, no. (laughs) Nobody dreams of being a financial advisor. Look, so (laughs) I always say I got into it because I saw like the movies um, like 
Wolf of Wall Street and, oh yeah, you know, like Boiler Room and everything. And, you know, they're doing the three martini lunges and strippers and it's, you know, all sorts of wildness all over the place. And I was oh, like, that's God. awesome. So I, I was like, I need in on this. And I, I suck at math, which don't tell any of uh, the people who might manage. But, um, <laughs> but. So I, I got into it, like uh, working in a bank, and then I kind of went up from there. But it's not that at all, and it's 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 just spreadsheets and numbers, and it's painful. So if you weren't that, what would you what would you do? Like, is that like I'm sure you went to school for it. I'm sure that's what you studied in school. No, is that no, no, no. So no, so college, okay. no college. Uh, so college, I was a um, history and political science major. Oh. Yeah, so it ties right Way in. Way different. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I went to school for that. But there's no money in that. Like, you, you can't go over a fucking history degree and do anything with it. I mean, I don't want to work at a no. library. So <laughs> I couldn't see you as a librarian. Right, no, right. And that's, and that's it. Or like a tour guide at like, here's the Liberty Bell. Like, I, no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so so then how did you so you graduated and then you were just like hey i don't know what i'm gonna do finance looks appetizing let's do that well that's just it so the whole way through college i worked uh i worked at a bank like i paid i had to pay my own way through college so i you know banks okay. don't pay awful so i worked at a bank and then from there there was a guy that would come into the bank and talk about investing and what you could do with that so I started talking to him a little bit and he was like, oh yeah, yeah. You just pass a couple tests. You get somebody to sponsor you, blah, blah, blah. So I just kind of went that route. And next thing I know, I'm staring at spreadsheets all day. It's glamorous. <laughs> glamorous. <laughs> well, and besides the daily grind that you do, we, we actually met, met, have met on Instagram and initially yes. with all of your amazing food pictures that's kind of what thank you entice you into your account so that's why i kind of initially i was like oh i think he's a dietitian and then i realized that you were not a dietitian <laughs> absolutely you're not just someone <laughs> you're just someone who really loves food so is that no, always I'm just, been I'm just an ex-fat kid yeah i'm just an ex-fat kid <laughs> that likes to make food <laughs> so obviously that's a, a passion of yours that outside absolutely. of finance <laughs> Uh, so talk to me just about barely, that. Just barely outside just of Just barely? So they're in close competition. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not to mention, so yeah, food, but you also are very into fitness too. So maybe let's talk, which one came first? Like, what was your journey and how did you get into the food and fitness kind of arena? So I was always a fat kid. So the food was always first. <laughs> And it, I don't believe you were fat. <laughs> I was I was totally a fat kid. So so let me tell you. So so is it cold in Iowa? Uh, you know, actually, it's like fifty right now. But tomorrow it's going to be like really. 10. So yeah, oh, that's yeah. balmy. That's balmy. It's weird. Yeah, it's so totally it, it balmy. had me thinking. Like like when I was a kid, like we had. Uh, see, I'm going to have to like unfiliate this for you. Um, I get <laughs> we call them we call them cricks, but I guess oh, they're yeah, little cricks. strings to every absolutely. I no I shit. Crick in my town in Iowa. Yeah, dude, I say crick and nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, totally. We used to swim in the mosquito crick all the time. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Oh, good. I, I thought this was going to be a whole thing in itself. 
But um, yeah, so <laughs> so when we were little and we would have off of school or get like a snow day or whatever, we would go down to the cricks and, you know, we're boys, you know, we'd hide porn down there and do whatever else. And, yeah. and the water would be smoke frozen. Cigarettes? So I, I didn't smoke, but there, there, there was, I, I didn't, I don't want to call anybody out, but yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, so we'd go down to the creek and the water would be all frozen over. I was a little fat kid and my friends would push me onto the ice first to make sure it would hold me. And then they would know if they could uh. walk on it. So I was definitely no the fact. Yes. <laughs> See, this turned into a therapy session. This is good. Good, good. That's what I like. This is good. I like therapy session. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lay down with my booze and we'll talk, right? But, but yeah, so so I was a little chubby kid, so yeah, so food was always there first. Did you did always, your family I, have big meals and cook a lot and eat a lot? I mean, like, was it kind of surrounded by that? Not really. Like my mom was a single mom. Like she, she would come home from work and you know, it was always like easy stuff that she would make. So, and I mean, mm-hmm. she's a good cook, but she's not like, you know, some Gordon Ramsay or anything like that. So she would just sure. come home, she'd make us something and it would just be something quick. We'd always eat together, but that that was about it. So when did you kind of transition of like, oh, I could probably eat a little bit better? I mean, did you have, did you feel like you struggled with your weight? Was it, were you self-conscious about it? I mean. Oh, always. I was a little fat kid, but but it was okay because then I started to play football and then it was, oh, okay, okay, well, you're, it's fine. You play football. And so it was always like an excuse and it was always like, kick it down the line. Like, oh, you're not fat. You're a football player. You're big or, you know, dumb shit like that. But yeah, I always knew I was fat. Like it wasn't like a secret. So, <laughs> but but I always like to cook and I always like to eat. So I mean, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Combination. Right. Right. <laughs> so did you always cook? Were you so when you kind of got like got on your own? Like you said, your mom only cooked kind of basic stuff. When did you start cooking like these elaborate, fantastically mouth watering, delicious? food items that I see I was probably on your Instagram. younger believe it or not like it's it's always not not to this extent but but like I always had a chance to cook um so every Thanksgiving like my family did things a little bit different so my grandmom doesn't really like to cook not really her thing so in our family we always did well, so, so let me back up. You're going to have to edit the shit out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So, <laughs> but, um, so my grandma always, um, she would, she didn't like to cook. So she tried to get us to go out to eat on Thanksgiving. Like we could just get the family and we'll just go to a restaurant whatever everybody get what they want that's it my grandpa hardcore german traditionalist he's like absolutely not we're not doing that <laughs> so she's like well i'm not cooking so then the compromise was made the men will cook on thanksgiving and this started when i was maybe 12 so i uh-huh. you know i was i was always a little one so my grandpa would make the turkey and one uncle would kind of do the sides another one dessert and i got appetizers and I was just always bored with the same, like, you know, chips, dips, crackers, cheese, whatever. So from there, I would just basically 
go and do my own thing. Like I would do themed appetizers for Thanksgiving and we'd do like a Hawaiian theme or a Philly theme or, you know, whatever popped in my head. And I would just kind of go with that. That's, that's really where it started. That's fun. Like what, what's one appetizer that you remember being like your favorite? That was one that you really stuck out to you that you created. One of mine. Oh God. Um, Oh my God. I've done so many. There's so many. I did like, I did like these little fried cheesesteak wontons that were really good. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. One year I did like a mini Thanksgiving and I did basically like a Thanksgiving dinner over French fries. So I did like French fries and then I put like the turkey, the cranberry stuffing and all sorts of stuff on basically like garbage fries or whatever. Yeah. Or poutine. Poutine. Poutine's poutine. a fancy way to say it. So poutine, Baby. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know. French, right? Fancy, <laughs> right? So that's awesome. I mean, that's really cool because I like that the men cooked. That's like a totally different take on a holiday. No, I'm not going to say it was good the first couple of years, but we we found our we found our stride. <laughs> we found our stride. <laughs> And so you really did. I mean, you really did want to get creative. You get creative. Do you get creative with your food now outside of your Instagram account? Is that something that you kind of do when you're at home and just with your family? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I bought a little light box kit. So that's all I do. My wife complains about it all the time, but she's the one who bought it. So it's her fucking fault. <laughs> she created a monster. <laughs> she did. This is her fault. It's absolutely her fault. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, my, that, yeah, that's so that's I think that's fun that you I mean, you know, like because most people that are in social media are like food bloggers or dietitians or health right, and wellness. Yeah, just bloggers. what the world needs. Another one. Right. OK, so back to we were talking about um, cooking at home and how your wife, <laughs> she bought you the light box set up and all that type of stuff of. Right. You need to be crazy as a cook at home. So do you do you do most of the cooking at home? Obviously, I do almost all of it. Probably about ninety percent. Well, that's that's awesome. I'm jealous. She's a lucky lady. (laughs) I tell her every day. (laughs) I tell her every day. I'm like, you hit the fucking jackpot. (laughs) She totally did. (laughs) I'm a. I tell her. I tell her. I don't like to cook at all. So I would really someone in my life like you. Yes. (laughs) Just not into it, or, or what? You know, I just, I, there's moments. I like it a little bit and then I hate the cleanup and I hate the mess and then oh, I hate tell me, tell me. out and then I get discouraged and don't do it for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> so you're off again, on again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to bake. <laughs> I'm really good at baking cookies and stuff like that. But nice. Yeah. See, but when works. it comes to, see, like for you, I feel like you're so creative of, flavors and taste and i just don't have that you have that knack i can just see tell. i feel like everybody's got that though you do i feel like why do you think that, that? I, I i just feel like everybody knows what they like and they know how to they know what kind of goes for them yeah but i don't you think like most people are kind of just like vanilla they just are i'll throw some garlic and i'll put some ground pepper and ta-da it's a oh, totally, yeah. Oh, totally. A lot of people are, but yeah, I, 
I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know, like maybe I'm just like some mad scientisty kind of thing, but I'm constantly just like throwing things together and seeing if they work. And how many times does it work for you? I mean, more than not. I mean, I, I won't go overboard okay. on the first shot, but you sure. know, if I like where it's going, then hey, <laughs> we'll keep going. I mean, you gotta well, see. I think that's amazing because that scares me. It scares me as, and like I guess as a dietitian, I'm a dietitian. I'm a like a nutrition right. expert. I'm not a food expert, so I feel like people that don't have that nutrition part are better at the food part. That's probably true. See, is it, do you do you overthink it? Maybe. That could totally be it. Yeah, probably. See, see, you're not drinking when you're cooking, right? I'm not. You got to <laughs> drink when you cook. Enough. You got to be comfortable. You need a drink in your hand. You got to be, I, um, they're lucky I wear pants. You got to be comfortable. <laughs> see, I don't know. Pants could be optional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're frying bacon, wear pants, but I mean, anything but that, I mean, go for it. No pants. <laughs> So how do you channel your creations? Because okay, so first of all, when I how long have you been on Instagram doing your food? So the thing with Instagram is I was on it, I've been on for a, a couple years, probably since I don't know, maybe 2015, but I was private for a long time because I, I would constantly like I had my Facebook page and I was constantly posting food to that. And I would always get, nobody cares what you're eating for lunch. And I was always like, <laughs> fuck you. So, so I was like, well, fine. I'll just leave my Facebook for doing political rants and I'll put my food somewhere else. So nice. that, that, led to, that led to the Instagram. And that's where you don't share your politics. You just share your food. Oh, no, I totally share politics with the food. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a little bit sprinkled in there a little bit, which is. I think I'm the only Instagrammer enough. that actively picks fights with his audience, but that's fine. <laughs> so Instagram kind of became your like social media outlet. Why'd you keep it private? Were you just kind of trying to test the waters, or no? I I just didn't think anybody cared. And then when did so you start just, seeing people caring? Um, like I. I maybe made it public. I think I've been on since 15. Probably went public later that year, if not the beginning of 2016. And then just kind of went from there. And I mean, like, I, I knew that it looked okay. I knew it looked good. But again, the thing with Instagram is it can turn into just like a dick measuring contest. Like you see somebody's food and then you're like, oh, God, mine doesn't look that good. Should I even bother posting this? Or I mean, it just turns into kind of that. So you constantly want to do better and up your game, which is great. But at the same time, it's also that dick measuring contest where it's like, I don't know if I should post this. Following and how it's changed and kind of what what your goal is with Instagram. Because I think that's where you're kind of kicking some, some major booty with your food. Trying, trying. <laughs> so you said that you kind of went live like back in what, 2016? You kind of opened up to the public and you kind of started having your account open to the public. Right, right. So it was about then because, I mean, the thought was always there and like it always stuck in the back of my head like nobody cares what you're eating for lunch or nobody cares that you're having like there was always that. So I was always like kind of reserved because that was always my thought like who cares, who cares. But then then I got selected for MasterChef. So I flew out there and all sorts of craziness with that happened. And I get back and, you know, you meet a ton of people from around the 
country who are just as into food as you are. So I get back, we all become friends online and I'm looking through some of their shit and I'm like, I have better fucking food than this person or that person. And they made it a lot further than I did. So from there, that's where I really started to ramp it up and really started to look for followers. So tell me, what is MasterChef? Dude, I don't know what this is. You don't know MasterChef? No. Stop it. <laughs> this is that bad? Okay, you need to tell me. I didn't know you. Was this, is this like a TV show? Or yeah, a so MasterChef is on Fox. It's the Gordon Ramsay one. Oh, I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the way it works is... Like, so normally you would go to an audition site and you would bring a dish and you would pitch it and do X, Y, and Z. I kind of went a different route. There's also an option for you to submit a videotape, like a video um, application, I guess. And I didn't really do that either. So my one buddy who, who you know, went to film school, does all like, I, I don't know what the hell he does. I assume he films porns in his house, but... um. He's got all this recording Maybe. and audio equipment and everything, so he's been badgering me. He's like, we need to do we need to do a YouTube show with you. We need to do something. We need to tape you doing what you do. Because he would, like, come over, and I would, you know, we'd get banged up and watch football or whatever, and I'd make food and just talking shit the whole time. So the thought was, we're just going to do that, and he was going to shoot it. So he comes over. He brings all of his video equipment and everything. We get liquored up at 9 a.m., because we're classy and that is classy. Right, right. We're classy. So, <laughs> so we get all banged up at like 9 a.m. We shoot this shit show of an episode. Like we're both hammered and talking back and forth. And I, I made some pork dish and you know, we both go our separate ways afterwards. We chill out, we eat whatever. And he goes, he takes off and he calls me the next day and he's like, Dave, this is too good. We have to do something with this. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And still in my mindset, I'm like, nobody cares. I'm making food. Nobody cares. I'm not a real chef. I'm all self-taught. Like nobody cares what I'm doing. So he's like, no, we need to do something with this. And he was like, do you care if I send this to people? And I was like, who the fuck are you going to send it to? He's like, I'm going to look around. I'm going to see if anybody's casting. They need to see you. I'm like, whatever. Go ahead. So he makes a couple copies of this. And he sent it to Food Network, who wasn't doing any casting at the time. Um, who else? Food Network, uh, the Cooking Channel, Cooking Network, whatever it is. And then he said, mm -hmm. so Master Chef's doing it too, and I sent it to them. And I was like, okay. Again, whatever. So he sends it to them. Two days later, I get this call. It's from this number I've never seen. I answer. I, I don't even answer it, because I don't know who the fuck it is. And they leave this message that it's Master Chef. So right away, I call my buddy Jimmy up and I'm like, you're fucking funny. Why are you fucking with me? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, I just got this call from somebody from Master Chef. He's like, call them now. I'm like, I swear to God, if this is one of your dumb fuck friends and you're setting me up, he's like, call them now. So Master Chef had an open call and he sent the video to them. So then two days later, after he tells me that he sent it to all these places, I see this call and like i don't know who the fuck that is so i ignore it don't answer it and it's a voicemail so i listen to the voicemail and it's hi this is her name is stephanie this is stephanie from master chef i just wanted to reach out to you we love the video we want to set up a time to talk and blah 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 so i was like oh my yes, gosh mother. 
I, I was sure he was fucking with me. So, so right away, I'm like, right. So I call back my buddy Jimmy, and I'm like, you're an asshole. And he's like, what are you talking about? So I'm like, your friend from MasterChef called me. And he's like, dude, you got a call back. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's real. I'm, I'm not messing with you. I swear to God, call him back now. And he just like hangs up on me. So I'm like, huh. Oh my so God. I call her back and yeah, it was legit. It was real master chef. And yeah, we basically just set it up. You go through a ton of interview processes. Um, like how much interviewing? So did you have to go like meet with them and in person? So they're, they're based out it? in LA and okay. they didn't even, uh, that the year that I was uh, out there, they didn't do anything in Philly. So I didn't audition. I didn't do anything like that, but I had to do like a cooking video. They make you, what do they make you do? You have to do a psych test to make sure, I guess you're not a crazy fuck. <laughs> then they you make pass? you, you <laughs> I know. <Can't... laughs> you know what? Then you get out there and you're like, fuck, I am normal. But, um... <laughs> uh, but... that's a good confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like meeting some other people and you're like, Oh my God. But um, then they make you do like all these, um, you have to go through uh, blood tests and everything just in case you cut yourself when you're out there. They need to know if you have oh. something. Uh, so you go through a ton of blood work, um, just more tests and tests and interviews. And I mean, I guess they want to make sure you're not like putting on an act. And sure. so before every time I just got drunk and it was, it worked. <laughs> but <laughs> so. And again, the, the whole time, I'm not expecting, like, uh, again, I, I didn't go to culinary school. I didn't do anything like that. This is just all shit that I do just for me. Fun. So, mm-hmm. right, for fun. So I'm never expecting to get a call back after the next one because it's always, okay, well, we have another round of cuts. If you make it past that, we'll call you. Okay, we have another round of cuts. So I'm never expecting a call back after any of these. And finally, it was, okay, you made it. We're going to fly you to L.A. Were you shocked? I uh, absolutely shocked. I never, ever, ever expected it. So yeah, so wound up going out to LA for Master Chef. But then, so, so so this, so this is the weird part. So because I didn't do an actual on-site uh, cooking demo or an on-site, you know, anything like that. Everything was video and phone. As soon as I check in, like you know, you get on this big van with a bunch of other people and you start meeting everybody. And as soon as we get to the hotel. They call me out to the side. So I'm like, oh shit, what is this? <laughs> right. And I'm the only one. Like, it's not like it's a small group or anything like that. They just pull me out to the side. And there's one of the um the casting directors. And he's like, Hey, you're you're the video guy, right? And I said, Yeah. They're like, well, you didn't do um you didn't do an on-site cook, so you have to come with us. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. They're gonna let me cook whatever I want. I'm gonna be in the Master Chef kitchen. This is gonna be awesome. So that's not what happened at all. <laughs> so he's like, um, so we're going to go to a grocery store, buy whatever you want. You need to cook something for one of the producers. So I'm like, oh, all right, this, this is not a problem. That's fine. Whatever. So I'm in the grocery store with him, and we're going around and I start like, I start picking out ingredients and he's like, so how are you going to make that? Like, yeah, well, you know, I'm probably going to roast it in the oven for maybe like 30 minutes. He's like, oh, yeah, well, there's no oven. I'm like, okay. 
So I keep looking around and the more stuff I would pick up, you'd be like, yeah, we don't have that. We don't have, no, 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 we don't, we don't really have a chef knife. We don't have this. We don't have that. And I'm like, well, where the hell are we going? He's like, well, it's really just, um, we're not allowed to say, but it's, it's kind of just like a small efficiency kitchen. I'm like, so oh, it's a hot plate. Priced <laughs> on a cross. Yeah, basically. Right. So. So yeah, so the kitchen's basically, it was a microwave, um, one stove burner, and a sink. And oh I wound God. up making like this triple-decker Philly cheesesteak slider. And the producer comes, at this point I'm like shit in my pants because I never cooked with so little. Sure. And he takes a bite, he's like, this is amazing. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> So, right. So, so then went back to the hotel where everybody else was. Turns out there's 80 people there from around the country. And basically from there, you basically, um, do everything they tell you to do. You do like hair and makeup. You do like a couple cooking demos, some equipment demos. And the whole time they're cutting people. So from the 80, I made it to the top 60 and then I got cut and sent home. After that, but that that was really the uh, the eye opener as to like where everything took off as far as like I said when I get back you, you become friends with all these people on you know Facebook Instagram whatever and I'm looking at a lot of their stuff and I was like my stuff's better than theirs the only reason they're still on TV is because I didn't have a little sob story of oh I'm doing this for my brother or, oh I'm doing this to show my kids you can do whatever like I didn't have any of that bullshit I was just I wanted to cook and say fuck a lot and they didn't like that <laughs> they were like let's get rid of this guy <laughs> like oh he's gotta go because like half the time like they they shoot you like doing like live stuff and it just pretend like the camera's not there just do what you do just do what you do so i would just talk like i normally talk and then dave can you say that again and just don't not say fuck <laughs> and i'd be like oh. Like, that's really hard. <laughs> right. So then you're thinking about what you're saying. And then I'm like, how am I supposed to finish this sentence without saying fuck? Right. <laughs> that's true, so, though. Like, you keep yourself if you're not letting yourself. If they're not letting no, right, you. Yourself. Right. Then you're like internally editing and right. <laughs> and then you're just like not focused and you're screwing up. Like, you're just you're all off. your You're off your your game. Totally thrown off. Right. Right. Mm hmm. Huh. So are, like, that's really how Instagram started. That and also um, uh, Libby, Libby, uh, I call her the Duchess. But <laughs> Ross Child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Libby. Yeah. So I, I met Libby on there like relatively right after MasterChef. And she had a ton of followers. I'm like, why is this girl following me? And I'm like, because <laughs> she's got a crush on me, probably. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right, no, and, and that's, right. So, <laughs> so, and she was like really one of the first ones. She would message me or like just, she would be so encouraging and so awesome on everything and just say, you're really unique. This is really different. You need to do this. You need to try this. So then anytime I would have an idea and she's still, so awesome with it. Like I could just bounce ideas off of her and, and she's just been super cool with everything. So it kind of was a combination of Libby and master chef. That was like, you know what? I can put out some awesome food. I can be creative. You do. You're kind of, it sounds, looks like you're kind of working on your niche of when you're going to, you're putting up a couple different, couple different themes each week. Cause what's your first theme is, is isn't like the side dish. One of them. 
Yeah, so there's there's two right now. So the first one was Food Fetish Friday. Cause, Which is my favorite. Like, <laughs> right, no, it's awesome. But that like I really wasn't I was really apprehensive about it because Instagram in general, it's really like it's the users are mostly female. So I was like, I know girls watch porn, but I, I didn't want to be like so upfront with it and I didn't want to turn anybody off or come off as like the pervy weird guy. So I was I was really battling with it and I talked to a couple buddies and they were like, Yeah, I don't think you should do it and most of them <laughs> told me to basically reconsider it. So I wasn't gonna do it at all, and then I was like, Well oh, fuck it, I'm gonna bounce it off Libby and I did and she just wrote back do it in like all caps. So that's basically how Food Fetish Friday started. I and how do you and your ideas I love that's how I started following you was through Libby, but did you also get out of Food Fetish Friday? I did. Like that's what oh, that's, that's so like, oh, awesome. <laughs> this guy is hilarious. Like I just you're and then like the way you write. Like you have this talent for writing and I'm, I know it's about food fetish Friday and it's about your food, but you really do have a great talent writing. See, that's, that's always the weird part. Like I love to write, but at the same time, Instagram's such a visual platform that I always feel like the guy that writes the articles for Playboy. Like I'm like, does anybody fucking read this? Like you're just here for the picture. (laughs) <laughs> but. <laughs> but that's part of it but that's part of your story like that's how you tell your story you have this yeah, beautiful absolutely. picture of this food and then when you write you know what it is and also all the ingredients and what you put together no one would get that just from the photo so it kind of like you have to read what you write right and that's that's kind of what i hope to train people to kind of do like please read it like yes thank you i like i love the likes i love that you like the picture but i really hope you read it Yes, because that's what makes it. It's like it's like peanut butter and jelly. Like they have to go together. They got to go together. They got to go together. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I I get a bigger kick off. Like when people tell me they like something in in the uh, the text, and they then I do like the food. Like it's amazing. It's very creative. And I, if anyone is listening and has not, where I'm going to put all of this in the show notes to find you. So. Um, people don't be scared of food fetish friday it's pretty awesome don't be scared of food fetish friday (laughs) i I, I encourage you to be interactive with food fetish friday yes yes answer the answer the question those are always answer the questions yes (laughs) when you i know that you get ideas obviously from other people too and then just you know things that are common that no one really talks about but it's kind of fun to talk about do you develop the recipe based on the theme that you pick for the food fetish Friday. Yeah. So, so a lot of people, like I have so many back themes right now that people, so, so many DMS, like, <laughs> like no one like, wants to put it out there. Like, in no, 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 nobody <laughs> wants to throw it out there, but I'll, but I'll get like a DM like, Hey, I really like this and I don't know how you're going to do something with it, but I'm into choking. Can you do something with that? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, let me think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, I kind of go with um, the theme and then I'll try to like match up a recipe the best I can. Cause I mean, like I want to be true to what you're saying. So I'll, I'll, I, I try my hardest to do that. That's right. So you probably have an ongoing list of different um, ideas for your food. There are, but day. some I have no idea. And some I swear people just get off urban dictionary and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And that's saying probably. something if I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a creepy. You probably are like driving in your car, like going to work and you're like, okay, I'm thinking about this fetish. How am I going to do this food? Right, right. 
Yeah. So <laughs> that happens a lot. Or, or I'll just be like sitting there in a meeting and I'll think, oh, fuck, I got it. Now I, I know how I'm going to do the threesome now. Right. Yeah. So it'll be something yeah. like that. Right. <laughs> so then when I have to scan in my meeting notes from my client meetings, I'll, I'll just omit that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, um, this, no, these calculations. Oh, wait, this fetish is going to be this. Lovely. Yeah. That's great. I need you to shut up for 10 seconds. <laughs> 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 well, and I feel like you're just like that one post I feel like takes you a lot of time. So how much time do you spend just on like your, your Friday post? Just on writing it? Yeah. Like you're writing it and then, and then you're creating the, the recipe and making it and taking all your photos. Oh, Jesus Christ. The photos are, oh my God. Um, it, it, it's, it's like taking a selfie. I mean, you, you sit there and you, you hit every different angle. You hit every different smile. You raise this eyebrow. You do that eyebrow. You, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with the food. So you're just twisting it around and you're over top of it. You're underneath of it. I mean, half the time, by the time I eat it, it's cold and I'm like, well, fuck. But, that doesn't even good. <laughs> but yeah, you have to get, you have to get, it's all about that perfect picture. But the photography, I mean, uh, I'm just, I know there's people that are so much better at photography than me. And I mean, I'm just using my phone. I don't have any special okay. camera equipment or anything like that. So that's, that's probably fine. my least favorite part. No, I mean, they always turn out okay. But I mean, the photography is my least favorite part. But unfortunately, it's such a visual medium that it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be good. So, so I'm kind of at that impasse. But no, the writing, the writing only, the writing kind of just flows. Like I never have a problem with the writing, the recipe development. I mean, nine times out of 10, they pop in my head. It's rare that I have to struggle to really like think of anything. Put it together. Do you write the recipes down? Like, do you share your recipes? So if I said, Hey, I really liked the choking fetish. Can you send me that (laughs) recipe? (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of people, so I'll get a lot of DMS. Like, can I have the recipe for this, that, or the other thing? I'm actually going to start a blog this year. That's, that's my big 2018 goal. I want to start a blog because I don't know if it's still the case, but Instagram used to limit how much you could actually put in the text. It would kind of cut you off. I I don't know what the character limit is, but I've found it several times and I could just never fit with what I'm saying and also include the recipe. Mm -hmm. There's just no room. So when people DM me, I'll give them the recipe back. But my big thing is going to be, I want to create a blog where you can then go to the blog and there's the recipe and I'm still talking all my smack and you can get it. all. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. Cause I think that's the thing about, you know, I guess, your food, I would never think about eating it, but until I see it and then your definition, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that looks really, I would like to try to make that. And so I, I think and that'd nothing's be a- super hard. Like, I don't think anything I do is, that's another thing. Like, I don't think anything I do is beyond anyone's capability. I mean, maybe I'll stage it nice or whatever, but I don't think anything I do is over anyone's head. And I feel like that's the big thing with cooking in general. I'm, I'm going to sidetrack. Like, I, I, like that's like the big, I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but I feel like nobody cooks anymore and it drives me insane. Why does it drive you insane? I mean, what about like, what do you, because why, it's, don't you it's, think, why don't you think people cook? It's, I, I don't know, but I, I, I mean, for me, it's relaxing. It's easy. You can drink while you're doing it. You throw on some music, you throw on your podcast, you throw on any of that and you just go with it. I mean, 
for me, it's awesome. I, I, I don't know why people aren't into it. I mean, I know there's like the, the training wheels things like the Hello Fresh and Blue Apron. Mm. That's fine if it gets you in the door. I, I, I just don't understand the culture where it's like, oh, it's so hard to cook whatever. I'm like, it's, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, maybe there I should be like a, there should be a food fetish um, Hello Fresh box. That would be fun. <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome i could see that be i'd purchase that in the box i like i like that as a food yeah. fetish friday in the box there in the go. box i like that <laughs> that's a good I one agree. i agree with you about cooking like you know you and i talked about cooking earlier and how i just i'm just not into it and it's just not my thing but i i enjoy doing it i think it's I think people have to find the joy in doing it. And like for you, you find the joy in cooking food that you enjoy. And maybe that's the angle that people have to start looking at. Right. I mean, everybody has to eat. I mean, you have to do it. It's and it's like I said, I mean, I just don't get it. Like, I, I think it's easy. I mean, it's I mean. Food's awesome. Like it brings people together. That's, I mean, that's why you do it. I mean, yeah, you could feed yourself. That's great. And I also feel like, oh, I'm going to sidetrack again. So, <laughs> do it. So, I, I, I guess one of the problems, I, and I understand time, and it's hard to find the time, and, but it's so easy to have a meal in 20 minutes. I, I just don't understand why people. Can't find that time. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, there's so much more. But I feel like as a culture, it's, it's the way we think about food. Like we don't get into our food, like anywhere else around the world does. Like we don't just sit around and eat and actually enjoy the food. We just hurry up and eat as fast as we can. We get it as fast as we can. Fast food fit. Like, Mm -hmm. I I just, I, I don't get why that's, I guess, American culture. And you enjoy it. Like you enjoy. Oh, I fucking love it. The food, the conversation, what it, how it brings people together. Um, yeah, you sit around, you drink, you talk about sports, politics, whatever you want, and just hang out and enjoy it. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I hate the rush. I hate the. I, uh, it feels like just it, enjoy it. Hang out. Yeah. Don't have it feel like a job. We have enough jobs in our life. Like that shouldn't right. be one of them. Exactly. Mm hmm. So the other, your other kind of new addition is, is this, is it the side dish? Or side piece Sunday. Side piece Sunday. I knew, I was like, I was the side hustle. <laughs> is it, I couldn't remember because it's only popped up a couple times. You've only, how yeah, many times have you done it as many? Yeah, that's kind of the newer one. Um, yeah, so that's basically just like the side dishes that go along with the main course or a little dessert. And again, it's all tied into the side piece and that little something on the side and right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just a little tongue in cheek. Yep. Yeah. And that's fun too because you're like that's my favorite part of, of the meal is the side piece. The side, side pieces. The side piece is side always piece. the best part. You have your main dish; it's always going to be there. Your main dish is always going to be there. You just want to sneak over to the side piece a little bit. I agree, and like I will agree with you. Like I love. I always told all my family, like I love all the sides. Like that's what I eat. I don't even eat absolutely. Meat no, especially like Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I love yes. turkey, but oh my god, you get the stuffing and the mashed potatoes or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. Like absolutely, you can make a meal out of the side dishes all no. day, all day, all day. <laughs> 
So you said that you're thinking about doing a blog. What else are you kind of see happening with your Instagram account and kind of you and your your kind of brand? Um, for Instagram itself, like, yeah, you can kind of keep doing the same. You can kind of keep working on your side side piece Sunday and then kind of the food fetish Friday. Anything else that you're thinking about changing up or just kind of being consistent with that? No, it's pretty much going to be consistent with that for now. I mean, it's all about when I get bored with something or if something pops in my head. Like now it's just, I, I swear to God, this is not a drinking game every time I say her name, but. Libby. <laughs> but, Libby. Right, <laughs> hey, Libby, we're talking about you. <laughs> we, we should make it a drinking game. We should. We should. I'm we actually should make it a have, drinking game. I actually have a call with her later. So that's funny right. that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like anytime, like I have an idea and want to bounce something off of her, she's always been just awesome. And I don't That's really know good. where I'm going with that. I, I kind of got stuck in laughing in that, that I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but you need mentors. And I think like, that's the thing about like the Instagram community, just like people that you, you might not be in the same profession. You might not have anything to do with each other, but that's what connects you. And so like you came across. No, that's so true. And and Instagram's weird because I feel like every other social media platform is nowhere near as positive. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Facebook, it's hit or miss. And, you know, there's always there's always drama on Facebook. And then Twitter, you always have the Twitter trolls. But I feel like on Instagram, I guess just because you could find your tribe a lot easier that. That people are just awesome and supportive and nobody's like nobody bashes anybody on there. And I think that's weird. Like that took me a little while to get used to. I was, uh, I would, I would always think like people were being sarcastic. Like at first when I have had like new people liking my food, I was always like, this ass. Oh, he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just waiting for it. You're like waiting for the negativity. And you're like, I really, right. yeah, I, I have like the itchy trigger finger. I'm like, somebody fucking try me. Right. So, <laughs> but, but, but no, Instagram, good. Instagram's so amazingly supportive. And I, I, that's what I love about it. Do you think that using Instagram as like a platform for your food after you kind of did the whole master chef and that kind of stuff that has been like helped you keep moving your food kind of love? Oh, forward absolutely. I mean, cooking? the, the only downside is, I mean, it kind of turns into like a dick measuring contest with, <laughs> well, I made this awesome dish, but uh, I don't know if it's as good as somebody else's. So then you kind of hold back a little bit, but it, it's just a weird balancing act. Sure. Sure. Well, that's, I think that's with everything. When you create something, oh, you're yeah, like, absolutely. Is that as good as someone else's or could I have done right. better? Yeah. Right. And I'm sure but, it's like that. Anything if, right. If, right. If you're posting baby pictures, dog pictures, fitness pictures, whatever. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, and I think, like you said, Instagram is so positive though. Like you do create a community there. And I think it's, I, I think it's great how just certain energies on Instagram connect, which I'm so glad that our energy is connected too, because I just, absolutely it's inspiring to see someone who isn't a dietitian or isn't like a food and nutrition expert who just loves food and wants to share that. Love it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, you inspire me. Maybe I'll, maybe I will, you know, try you are to be, giving me the feels. I am. Well, I, you <laughs> feel like your food, your food just looks so amazing. And thank you. You're going to have to come, you got to come out to Philly. We got to try it. I know. I know. I'm like, I told you, I said, I'm going to come out and you're going to give me, you're going to come out. We're going to eat cheesesteaks. We're going to get liquored up. We're going to yes. sing Fresh Prince karaoke and you're yes. going to try some food. Yes. I'm in. I think that should be part of the 2018 goals. You're going to do a blog and I'm going to come see you. 
that's the resolution. There it is. That's what we're going to do. That sounds perfect. Maybe if well, you're listening, you can come to drink. Yeah. Yeah. We like, I like to have cocktails. They're fun. <laughs> we're both having one right now as we, as we yes. have this conversation. So <laughs> this well, conversation I, is brought to you by Jack Daniels. It, and um, mine's VO whiskey. And VO. So little toss back to my dad so yeah it's a good it's a good night good wednesday night well i i want to i hope that people start following you and just kind of connecting with you but i also want to keep following you and and reconnect sometime later this year have like a little follow-up conversation since you did mention we're gonna do it when you're on our philly yeah yeah exactly so you're you said we're gonna make a call in though we're gonna have a call in everybody's gonna be able to call in (laughs) and chat with us ask us anything (laughs) you want awesome Right. Yeah. Anything you want, bring up food fetish Friday topics. It'll be fun. Yeah. There you go. We could get some more more material for you. Right. <laughs> but there's a two drink minimum before you call in. Oh, absolutely. Two there drink has minimum to be, has to be good and ready. No, I don't want your sober ass calling and bringing us down. No. 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 <laughs> no. Well, I have a couple of fun questions for you before I let you. Oh, uh, is this the lightning round? Yeah, it's the lightning round. Are you ready? Uh, you you got to give me some good ones. What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Like in, in any particular setting or like if I'm on death row, where am I going? Death row. Death row, baby. Oh, the death row. All right. So I think my favorite food of all time, and I get a ton of shit for this because it's chicken and for whatever reason, people crap on chicken, but um, <laughs> I don't get it. But uh, chicken croquettes are my absolute favorite thing. Chicken cro I've never had chicken croquettes. Stop it. No. What are chicken croquettes? I, I, I am getting you a plane ticket tonight. Oh, <laughs> 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 we just added something else. I am making a list of all the things. All the things in uh, Philly. <laughs> so so chicken croquettes are basically it's chicken in like a bechamel garlicky sauce that you roll into a ball and then you deep fry the sun bitch. It is fantastic. Oh my gosh. I will, and I will do my... anything you want me to do for them. Awesome. My dad. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like a dish my dad would make. He would make a version of chicken Kiev that was a full okay. chicken breast, but it had cheese on the inside and parsley. And then he would bread it and fry it and then put a bechamel sauce on the top. So it sounds kind oh, of Oh, you're similar. talking dirty. Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Your that croquette, sounds though. awesome. Okay, that so I'll make awesome. that for you. Right, wait, 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 so, so wait. So what's yours? What's mine? You're on it death row. Probably, what's the last meal? It would probably be chicken Kiev. I'm not kidding you. Like, is it okay? Dish. Yeah, with homemade with homemade um fries like potatoes like oh that's a good homemade. call. Yeah, that combination. That's a good call. Now you going with the thick fries or the thin? Thick. If they're oh. homemade, they got to be thick. See, you Thicker, need to come out. not too thick. You gotta come out here. We gotta do it. <laughs> okay, chicken croquettes happening. Yes, happening. Okay, what's your favorite beverage? And it can be alcoholic or not, or both. Oh God, Together. that's hard. So, so all right. If it's non-alcoholic, I, I love just like water with like uh, any citrus in it, like any uh, preferably lime. Or like, you ever go to like Whole Foods and you see the waters that have like the the fruit in? I think it's called spa uh-huh. water infused, like infused right. waters. Right, and you're always like, "What dumb asshole buys that?" Me. <laughs> So, 
what asshole is paying three dollars for the fucking water with the strawberry and the basil at me but, <laughs> but yeah so um any any kind of like um citrusy kind of flavored water i love that alcohol ah oh, god that's hard see i i, I almost feel bad because i i listen to your podcast a lot and i know a lot of people don't drink or they but fuck that's not me that's okay but, um so I'm like a scotch whiskey guy. So Jack and Coke's the old standby, but any, any kind of, I love tasting scotches and whiskeys. So any, anything like that. That's cool. I like whiskey. I'm not, I don't know about scotch. Whiskey I girl. I am a whiskey girl. Yeah, I could definitely do whiskey. Scotch is kind of one I haven't got to yet. So maybe again, when I come to Philly. We got to break in on the scotch bus. We'll do some scotch fun. Yeah. That's what we got to do. <laughs> so no, you, you've uh, never had any scotch? I have, but I couldn't tell you what I had. I have no idea. Oh, no. It was probably, we gotta know. probably, probably one of those end of the night drinks. Let's have some scotch. And it's like, okay. And then I don't even know what I had. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody talks you into it and it's like, oh, fuck. Why did I do that? Right. Oh, that is a bad idea. Right. <laughs> then you're naked on somebody else's front lawn. <laughs> you're like, hey. Yeah, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Hi, officer. <laughs> not me not at all ever <laughs> <laughs> except this one time we'll save that for another podcast right right um, that's, that's for the call-in show that's gonna yeah, be for the call-in <laughs> what's your favorite color my favorite color yeah black 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 and, don't, uh, and I hate when I say that and people black is the absence of color fuck you black is a color black is it's my favorite color, color. It is. Right. That's totally cool. Do you have a favorite scent or a favorite smell? <laughs> uh, That's an evil laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that for the call in too. Um, <laughs> I like, um, yeah. Um, I get, again, like anything citrus, I, li- I like uh, lime. Lime is probably my favorite overall. Lime. Line. You know you could make those infused waters at home. Maybe you need to do a food fetish with the infused That's got to be one of the things, right? Yeah, I think you should. I'll be looking. All right, for we got to put a category with it, but yes. Okay, we'll think of it. Okay, uh, this is a really tough question. I like what brings <laughs> what brings you joy in life. What brings me joy? Oh God, um, it's a serious question. Anything that I can kick ass in. Like I love, um, like anytime, like I make an awesome dish or just like hanging out with friends or, or, uh, when I do a Spartan run and I do a good time, like anything like that, like uh, that, that, that gets me going. Oh, I guess uh, I have a new baby, so I have to say him too. So my son Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> now he is. A month and a week, five five weeks ish. Yeah, Aww. he's still a he's, little guy. He's, he's still brand new. He's still brand new. Got that, that new car thing? smell. <laughs> he <does>. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that you smell leathery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your time multiple times that we've tried to connect for this conversation and we're going to do <laughs> we're going to do a follow up in person in Philly nice. in 2018 with the, with the karaoke with the scotch with the call in 
It's all happening. We're going to die. I think we should video this too. We can make a video. No, we have to document it. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, for sure. Happen. For sure. Okay. Okay. I'm holding you to it. It's going to be a complete shit show. <laughs> it totally will be. <laughs> it will be. It'll be great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. This was a fun and different conversation that I really, truly enjoyed. It's great to speak with other people outside of the dietetics world and see how they got connected with nutrition and food. Seriously, if you haven't started following him yet, please go to Instagram right now. I look forward to a catch-up conversation with him in the future or maybe just a trip to Philly. We will have to see. Another thing I will be brunching on with is egg casserole this year. And I've been putting a layer of Greek yogurt, this is my little trick, that's mixed with gnarly pepper onion dip in my egg casserole. And it's so delicious. Not a lot of extra calories. I get a little bit more protein, which is what I'm trying to do. And just the right amount of flavor and creaminess. I like having the tear packets just to make what I want or what I need for a recipe because they are just for an individual yogurt cup. Head on over to gnarlypepper.com to learn more or to order some for yourself. My website, annelizabethrd.com, is where you can read the latest weekly wisdom blog posts that I've crafted for you, where I share my current crazy adventures that include food, workout music, things that are motivating me, maybe a recipe, you never know, I might have been in the kitchen, or something I love right now. You can also purchase my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, and can find all my previous podcast show notes and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these awesome people. I would love to connect with you on social media and can be easily found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at AnnelizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.